everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Back Builders Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Munden. For those of you guys who are new here, some quick links to reference are my Patreon, where you can sign up for as little as $1 a month for exclusive podcast episodes. Just Google search Forrest Munden and Patreon. It'll pop right up. Secondly, I have my Instagram, which is Munden, M-U-N-D-E-N underscore Forrest with two R's. Also, you can follow me there. My podcast is available on all platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google, everything. Check it out. Glad to have you here. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Backbillers Podcast. You don't know this, but this is take two of this episode. I always make the jokes about how every time I start a podcast episode, everything in the world tries to interrupt me. I got dogs barking. I got garbage trucks. I got people knocking at my door. I got uh, freaking people calling me. So it's like, <laughs> all right, let's try this again. Because I had like three simultaneous interruptions that just threw me off of off of what I was talking about. But sometimes, honestly, that makes me feel a little bit better about recording because I like already spoke about it so deeply and I'm able to just do it again, but even better the second time. Uh, but this episode is going to be a quick one <clears throat> and it's about fear-based results. So first of all, I have to actually define like how I start a lot of my other episodes. I actually have to define what I mean by fear-based results. And I'll start that by actually reading this telegram post that I made, um, only a couple days ago. If you guys are following my telegram, it's just the solar Kings. It's a link in my bio. You should really check it out. I got like 700 subscribers on there. It's starting to become very powerful. I'm actually really liking Telegram, but all right. So I said, how often do we only wish to accomplish something out of fear of what might happen if we don't? When one makes a goal out of fear and anxiety, the end result, if they ever do arrive, is nothing like we expected. Additionally, the journey becomes painful, rushed, and stressed. When one does something not out of fear, but out of excitement and intention. This is where true development grows. All right. <clears throat> that narrows it down, doesn't it? At least to a certain extent. So let me explain further. I think that we do... I think that at least half of our choices, maybe even more depending on who you are. I notice that some people are more shame and guilt-ridden than the others. Maybe it's biological makeup or upbringing or environmental environmental reasons but i notice that some people fear feel guilt and shame more than others but i notice that we make a lot of decisions based not on what we want to do but rather what will happen if we don't let me give you an example somebody really really wants to become a writer they want to write books they want to write novels they have a a talent and a passion for it maybe maybe they don't um, maybe they know that they could train and, and write more and be, actually become a decent writer the point is they know that they want to be a writer but they come from i'll give you an example a uh, chinese family okay they're chinese and the chinese or japanese or korean they're very big on school they're very big on on education you write after you get out of high school and scoring that 4.0 gpa killing it in school. You got to go to college instantly and you got to become a doctor. You got to become a heart surgeon. Uh, and it applies to any family, any nationality. It doesn't matter what it is. I just know that they're very, very strict on their education. And that person ends up going to medical school, not because they want to, but rather they fear what will happen if they don't. 
So you could take that same fear and anxiety and you could apply it, apply it to almost any other decision that you make in your life. You want to go to the gym, but you're going to stay home because your girlfriend wants you to spend more time with her when you already spend all day with her. You fear the result of what would happen if you go to the gym more than what will happen if you don't go to the gym. You fear the social consequences that take place after not doing something or after doing something rather than the perceived benefit of actually doing that said thing. It's confusing. It's, it's very difficult to wrap your head around. But when you start to really step back and take a look at your choices and the decisions that you're making, everything, everything from freaking what type of coffee you're, you're using, uh, your degree plan, your career course, no matter what it is, you really have to tell yourself the truth and ask yourself, is this something that I thoroughly want to do? Or am I only doing it because I'm afraid of what will happen if I don't? And that's not to say that that's necessarily a wrong answer. I go to the gym because I'm afraid that if I don't, that I'm going to get fat because I like to eat. I like to eat. So I'm afraid that if I don't continue to work out, that I'm going to get obese. I'm going to let my body slide. You know, I'm going to get weak. I'm afraid that if I don't train jujitsu, that my friends are going to shame me. They're going to make fun of me because that's what we do. It's banter. You know, we're a tribe. And that I'm going to lose my muscle. I'm going to lose my technique. There is a time and a place to feel fear for not doing something. Okay. There's a time and a place to feel shame for not doing something or for rather doing something. There's a good biological reason that shame exists. However, it's been exaggerated and kind of amplified through social media and just the modern world, right? Shame existed to keep you kind of, to keep you on track in the tribe, kept your quote approval ratings up, right? Whenever man was off the path, whenever he started getting a little bit too aggressive with his fellow tribe members, when he, he started taking too much risks or, or scaring people or doing the wrong thing, he felt shame by his tribe members become, because shame is a biological indicator that you are doing something that is harming those around you. Okay. It keeps you people who had no shame, who just stole and murdered and, you know, were promiscuous with their marriages and stuff like that. They were exiled or even sometimes killed. There's a good reason why shame exists, except it's been amplified now through social media and comparison. You know, it's very easy to compare yourself to others nowadays because you're constantly scanning through social media and, you know, seeing how other people are doing and seeing their highlights in their life and stuff like that. But the point is there's, there's a time and a place to to realize that, you know, you should feel a little bit afraid or you should feel a little bit anxiety for not doing something. But I've noticed that we often make too many decisions based off of the fear and the anxiety of what will happen if we don't. Big decisions that really fear and anxiety shouldn't even take place in. It's like you really, 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 really want to start that business and you already told three people about it and you have fear and anxiety or anxiety of what will happen if you don't do it now because you already said you would. And then two weeks later, it's like you're only pursuing this business endeavor because you said that you would or because you already falsely committed to somebody when you really didn't want to work with them. And now you pursue that endeavor, whatever it is, business, guitar playing, um, starting that book or 
or going to that job, you're, you're starting it from a place of disgenuineness. It's, it's like inauthenticity. It's fake. It's, it's forced. And it becomes more of a, a, a chore. It becomes plastic. It becomes, it becomes sluggish. There's no intention in it. There's no excitement in it at all. When you pursue something, not out of fear and anxiety, but rather intention, meaning that you, like I talked about in that last episode, like you intend on doing this because you want to get this out of that. When you give something your intention and your attention, when you decide to pursue something, not because you're forced to, not because you're afraid of what will happen if you don't, but rather out of a genuine excitement, a genuine interest, and you see true benefits to pursuing whatever that is, that's when true development comes in. That's when true growth comes in. When you want to start a podcast, not because you think it's going to make you a lot of money, but rather you're excited to provide value to the world. When you're, when you believe that you have a lot to say, when you believe that you're good at it or whatever it is, that's when you can really pursue something for a long period of time. When you pursue something out of fear and anxiety, it's unsustainable. It truly is unsustainable. Yeah, sure, you can last a week, you can last two weeks, maybe even months, maybe even freaking years. People do it all the time, maybe even the rest of your life. But to pursue that endeavor that was originally based out of a pure and total fear and shame, that's when things start getting a little rocky. And it's like, sometimes you pursue an endeavor like, let's say I've never been to the gym my entire life. Is that to say that because you feel fear and anxiety of going into the gym the first time, experiencing that new environment, you don't know what you're doing. Is that to say that because you feel fear and anxiety that you shouldn't do it? No, but evaluate yourself. Say, why am I doing this? And you have to, you have to write out the why. Why am I doing this? I want to go to the gym because if I do, I will gain muscle. I will become more lean. Uh, women will like me more. I'll like myself more. I'll feel better. I'll be healthier. I'll be better at jujitsu. No matter what it is, you have to create an intention for something. And that intention has to stem from an excitement and a genuine interest, a genuine interest. How do you find a genuine interest? I don't know, man. Explore new options. Try different things. Take risks. Try something new. Pursue an endeavor that you think that you'll be good at, but you have to mix it up a little bit. You have to figure out what you're good at, what you're bad at. And we are bad at some things. They say that there are things that you should, they, they always, I was always told at life that never quit. You know, just if you really want something, just put your mind to and just continue, never quit. It's like, I don't know, man, I've been really bad at some things and I had to quit or else I'd drive myself into the ground. But the point is just start reevaluating your relationship with shame, fear, and anxiety and decision-making. I just want you to, to approach certain things with genuine interest because it's okay to feel genuine interest and excitement towards things that maybe your friends or family or your spouse or whatever they don't approve of for whatever reason. Maybe they feel fear and anxiety towards it. Therefore, they think that you should too. You know what I mean? And maybe they're right. That's the thing. That's, that's when it gets so tricky, guys. Is that it's it's so funny because I've always heard a lot of people be like, never listen to your friends and family. I, I always give the American ex Idol example how I look at this horrible, horrible singer, just garbage singer. 
who sweetest lady in the world, sweetest guy in the world, whatever, super innocent, has thinks he's the best singer in the entire world because his family spent the last five years pushing him towards America now. Go do it, sweetie. You can do it. You're the best singer, blah, blah, blah. And he's trash and he's garbage and nobody told him the truth. And he definitely didn't tell himself the truth, whether it's because he was tone deaf or whatever. And he goes up in front of Simon and Paula and Randy and then he gets absolutely fucking embarrassed and then he gets face palmed by reality because he was <laughs> because his family did not tell him the truth the point is is that those around you often see something whether it's true or not that maybe you haven't considered yet okay but i'm digressing too much guys i hope that this episode offered you something don't forget to subscribe to my patreon it's the last day i believe tomorrow's the last day to subscribe to the july patron um you could get a vinyl if you subscribe uh, don't forget to leave the review. Also, guys, I will see you for the next episode. Have a good one.